0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: ...that they've made, although that second hole still haunts me. I've t- already told the story on the show. I was <laughs> telling uh, some folks here uh, the story. I-, I missed a trip to Pebble by one stroke thinking I needed a birdie. Made double on the hole. All I needed was a bogey. Oh, well. Tragic story. You won't think about
0: that story ever again, will you? <laughs> I think about it every day. Are you me? <laughs> PJ Pro Jeff Metus is here, of course, as well as we have the gang back. Good morning.
2: Yeah, good morning. It is great for me to be back here, too. I used to live across the street and uh, caddy at this club when I was a young man, and this is uh, one of the places that really sparked my interest and my love of the game. It's a it's a
0: really, really neat course. Very comfortable, cozy place to come and play golf. Yeah, I love it. And yep. uh, the fourth man of our roundtable here for the opening segment is PJ Pro Mark Rosa, who, of course, is the pro here at Wanaka. Mark, thanks for having us here today.
3: Thanks for. Been here.
0: I yeah. appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no problem. We, uh, we're we excited to be here and uh, why don't you start off by just telling us what's uh, what's new and exciting here at Wanaka here in 2017.
3: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of great things going on at Wanaka right now. Uh, we're just finishing up the final stages of a, a renovation, a construction project right now. We're working on hole number 3, 6, and 7. Um, we've got one more phase of the project this fall and then all 18 holes will, will be renovated and, and all the bunkers uh, will Will be, uh, you know, we'll have new sand in them. So uh, a lot of really great things going on at the club, and um, you know, really excited for for this project to finish up.
0: Yeah, I know last year I was here playing, and some of the renovations were going on, but one of the, one of the par threes was just finishing up. And I mean, I know just the landscape here, being of course right next to the lake, just beautiful to start with. But it seems like you some of the improvements are even enhancing some of those things here.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Last uh, last year we worked on hole number fifteen. So fifteen, uh, the signature hole here at Wanaket has a little bit different look. Uh, you can stand on the tee now, and the, and there's views of the lake. So so that's the biggest thing right now. Obviously, you know there's some changes to the golf course. Uh, drainage and irrigation is, is certainly a lot better than it's been. But from most of the holes out here now, you you have a, a great view of the lake. Uh, so we're pretty lucky.
1: Yeah, that was one of the things. Was it three or four years ago that started with uh, trimming the hedges, if you will, and the trees down down by Route Five. To to open up that view of the lake. That seemed to be the start of the renovation.
3: Yeah, that that was just prior to my arrival. I'm just starting my third year here, but I remember I, I came back to play in the late nineties for the first time and, and you couldn't even see the lake. I didn't even know it was there. Yeah. Um, you know. So now to be able to look out at my office and, and stand on the first and tenth tee with the memberships or stand on the on the range tee and teach and be able to look out at the lake all day, it's it's a pretty neat pretty neat experience. So
2: Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a nice club. When year was this club founded?
3: Uh, 1899. 1899. Wow. I knew it was one of the older clubs Come in the area. Jeff, you were caddying then, right? <laughs> I should know that. It was a long time ago I was a caddy. Believe me.
2: I probably should be caddying again. But, um, Mark, you also, uh, you're, you're an expert in TPI. I, can, I think you're probably the, you probably have the highest certification in Western New York. You've gone as far as any golf professional can. Can you explain to us a little bit about what TPI does and how it makes you a better teacher? Because this is pretty interesting stuff.
3: Yeah, so for me, it was it was just to to get more experience to, to try and figure out how to people you know how to get people to improve. Uh, the big thing is most people would come you know golf lessons and they would have injuries, whether it be hip or wrist or back. So the, so the first thing I got involved, um, it's it's the body swing connection. So you know learn how to screen people, uh, figure out what their swing tendencies are. Um, for for a few different reasons, obviously you want them to be more efficient, but at the same time you want to make sure that as a golf professional you're not causing any injuries and, and, and getting people into compromising positions, you know, with the mechanics. So, so th- TPI
1: is Titleist Performance Institute, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. What they've done is there's a couple. They they research it. They're using empirical data. They're not just. This is not somebody's theory. They're just. They're using numbers and they're crunching things. And they've done a lot to to improve golf fitness in the game. Kinetic chain, right? It's something. You know, can you explain that a little bit to people because that's a phrase we hear a lot um, as golf instructors.
3: Yeah, so the, the kinematic sequence. Um, we have the luxury of having a K vest here, so we were able to measure the three D uh, bio um, biomechanics. Um, so, so the big thing is, um, you know, it, it's a ground up kind of thing. Uh, a lot of people are talking about that right now. So, the the downswing sequence is what most people talk about. You know, shifting weight into your lead leg, getting the hips to open up first, the chest follows, and then the arm, and then the club. You know, kind of comes through last. Um, you know, most. Cracking of the, the whip, as they say. Exactly, cracking the whip. And, and most people, um, you know, get that transition sequence out of order, which can lead to, you know, lower back issues, hip problems, um, you know, an over the top move and a slice. So, uh, you know, that, the, the big thing is just trying to get that synced up um, and happening in the right order to to help people improve.
0: 706, we're just underway here on t to Green on WGR. We're live in Hamburg at Wanaka Country Club, along with Brian Coziel, Kevin Sylvester, and PJ Pro. Jeff Miedis, we're with PGA Pro Mark Rosa here from Wanaka, and it fits well. We're here on WGR. Kevin, as you know, the word of uh, the last two years on our station has been analytics, so we've got Mark here who breaks down and studies stats, but I know... I'll just go to a second here, Mark, but I know that it's beyond even numbers here. I know you really study the physical aspect of the swing here, too. It's, it's a combination, right? You're looking at numbers, but you're also looking at the physical aspect of someone's swing here when you're kind of going through and analyzing, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So a big part of what I look at, I look at a lot of track man data. So what the what the club is doing, uh, how it's affecting the flight of the golf ball. So first of all, with my students, I make sure they know how to get the ball to curve. Uh, but to take it a step further, we, we use the 3D and, and what the body's doing to, to help improve and, and hopefully make... You know, swing changes happen a little bit quicker and more natural. So
1: I've done that before. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. It's like a, a animation that'll show up uh, at your your swing. It's a pretty cool thing. Although, I, as I guess J. B. Holmes was out of kinematic sequence last week in the final round of the Players Championship. Yeah, guy shot eighty four. Yeah, uh, in the lead. Hey, so hey, I don't know. know no, I, I, I'm not laughing. No, no, no. I no, I'm not <laughs> laughing either. I felt for the guy. Trust <laughs> me. Um, but I wanted to, you know. If you guys saw that, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how much they saw saw on TV, but seeing it there, like, many people are asking me, like, how could a pro, who guy was leading after three, shoot 84, I mean, he... I don't know if you guys saw it, but he looked completely out of sequence, right? Double crossing himself the whole time.
2: You know, if I, you can get, you can have days where you know, if it just gets going on the wrong foot, you get out of rhythm, you get out of sync, and, and then you lose your confidence, you get off the rails. Um, you'd hope you wouldn't get off the rails that bad. You'd hope you'd be able to compose yourself at some point during the round and go out and play your normal round of golf, even if it's not your best. Um, but yeah, in that case, yeah, he just he looks like he mentally checked out somewhere early in that round, realizing he hadn't didn't have a
1: chance to win. Well, you no. Know, I'll disagree a little bit on the early part. I, I thought he was done when, on the eighth hole, and you can argue whether that's early or not, he, he clunked a fan big time, mm-hmm. hit a low hook. He was trying to hit a low cut into the eighth hole, which is playing 234. Hits a fan in the head. I mean, Saw medical attention. Yeah, atten- yeah it would take forever. Yeah, uh, the fan you know, looked like a mummy uh, when they brought mm-hmm. her up. But she's you know, thumbs up. She seemed okay. And you figure, okay, this guy was having a bad round hits a fan that shakes people up. He birdies three of the next four holes. I'm like okay, he's back in it. And then all of a sudden I mean, it just went haywire. Haywire from there.
2: Yeah, it was it was difficult to see, although, you know, we've, we 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 seem to see it every year somebody does it somewhere in one of the majors where they just kind of come off the rails um he seemed out of sorts though before that i thought i didn't think his ball flight was as good he didn't no, see it he wasn't. was all over no. the golf course he was kind of getting up and down,
1: no, i would bring it up uh only to see if, if that's something you notice when you watch uh, the tour and you could tell players that you see often like oh, that's yeah you know, it's not happening for him today
3: yeah, exactly. Um he's he's obviously been through a lot physically. I mean, he had brain surgery and stuff like that. I don't know how much he's really been in contention, you know, since he's he's come back to to play on the PGA Tour. So, between, you know, getting yourself in a in a position to win a tournament like that, and then what he's been through, and then to be at the course that he was playing at, I mean, that, that's not a, an easy yeah, place to an try and either. An no. yeah. So um, I, I played in a tournament there quite a while when I worked in Florida. I think uh, myself and another professional, we shot a best ball 84 between the two mm-hmm. of us. So sure. uh, <laughs> I can't imagine trying to shoot 84 there on your own ball. Well, so. I tell you,
1: standing on. Not there in those conditions. No. Man. Well, no, and, and Greens, they kept him running at 12.5 the entire week. That was, they were going to keep him 12.5 no matter what. They kept him 12.5, which is fast, uh, very fast. Um, standing that 17, so you have stood on that 17th tee, and without the scoreboard and everything behind it, and you know I, I was standing there in the practice round and I was talking to David Lingmurth on the tee, and you look at that and you're like, how do you, how do you get rid of all the other extraneous stuff? I mean, yeah. it's a stadium. It's it, it's similar to 16 at, at um, Phoenix, Phoenix, but yeah. even bigger bigger yeah. magn- giant scoreboard behind the green and it's just this tiny looking island i mean it's small i don't think tv does it justice how small that green is does
3: it no it was pretty small we played it in freezing conditions it was probably blowing 30 or 40 miles an hour and um i don't no one in my group hit it so that's yeah. that's for sure
1: and when i played
2: it was the sun was shining and and it was it was a pitching wedge it didn't seem like much of a hole with a front pin mm-hmm. but you you bring up a good point there weren't Forty thousand people right. in the tournament on the line, and it, I imagine it would start to look a bit smaller. I
1: yeah. asked I asked Bello, uh, Cabrera Bello, uh, who he got an albatross, first guy ever to get a two on sixteen. Saw that, yeah. And he came across and seventeen. I said, "How'd you hit that tee?" He birdie seventeen. It's a great shot there too. I mean, how'd you hit that shot? He goes, "I had to calm down. Like I was just so amped up. I mean, yeah. who wouldn't be, right? Well, uh, from doing that." And he's just, he really had to just. Get in a place where, okay, I need to hit another shot here to make it happen.
0: And We mentioned so often, though, how in between the ears can do so much good and bad for you when you're playing in the course of a round. And I mean, Mark, when you're standing on a, on a hole like 17 at Sawgrass or, or what anybody might consider, whether even it's here at Wanaka, if, if somebody comes off and just says, you know, like the, the mental intimidation sometimes that happens with golf, I mean, what would you say is... is a Advice for somebody that's standing playing a hole like that, or for what whatever version that they view as a hole that's mentally intimidating.
3: Breathing, I think, is the biggest thing. Uh, just just getting your you know your blood pressure kind of to, to lower a little bit because usually your you know your heart's kind of beating out of your chest. So deep breaths, uh, you know, just try and calm everything down. Out, out here, um, you know, we've got a four-day invitational against a Ganson tournament, and on the last day we'll get, you know, 67 or 80 people out watching, so you're standing on the 15th tee <laughs> as an amateur with a chance to win, you know, a four-day invitational here, and you've got all these people watching, you know, I'm, I'm standing there as a rules official saying, gosh, I'm glad I'm not hitting that shot right now, so <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing it in front of 40,000 people on TV uh unbelievable
2: hey the other thing juniors i I want to redirect a little bit with juniors and tpi Mm -hmm. it's a little different approach to how you teach kids to play golf can you explain that a little bit to us
3: yeah certainly so there's um different phases of development for juniors so um you know we start with a toddler program here we get kids out at two or three or four years old and you know kids like that we're just training them how you know what golf is hold on to the club and swing as fast as you can uh there's certain developmental windows with speed and power um, and, and if you miss those window, windows developmentally, you know, when you're our age, you know, you're know you not going to be able to hit the ball very far. So right. if you miss those developmentally, you know, you have no chance. Um, so we'll train kids pretty much um, based on their, um, not their chronological age, like how old they are in years, but how old they are um, as far as their physical literacy goes. So we, we've we incorporated a lot of that into our junior program, and, and we're going to be offering, you know, extended junior program into the fall, and we're going to start re- earlier in the spring. So for kids that do... Um, you know focus on one sport at an early age we're able to train them athletically you know so when they become 15 16 years old if they want to play division one golf or want to turn you know pro that they're you know they're well equipped to do that but also yeah physically exactly so you know we'll have kids throwing frisbees to teach them how to you know release the club we do a lot of lawn darts and cornhole to teach spatial awareness for chipping and pitching um, you know, when it comes to for sounds distance, like, sounds like fun. too. I- I- exactly, yeah. we're yeah. kicking soccer balls and you know hitting baseballs as hard as we can, just to try and develop that speed and power in different aspects athletically to to help them succeed with golf. And so. they
1: get fruit snacks and jump in the pool after, <laughs> right? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. No, yeah, a perfect day. <laughs> that's yeah. a good cool. day. <laughs> that's yeah. one thing, though. I know when you've worked with my son, who's now seven, Jeff. You always say that, you know. You always tell me you're like, all right, when when it's just you and him, tell him to swing fast because right. of just kind of what Mark was talking about. I know he's right. starting to develop his swing, but. I know you had said every year that he gets older, it's going to be harder to speed the swing up, so go ahead and go at it now, right? Well, you certainly, uh, one of the yeah.
2: worst bits of advice you can give your kids is swing easy, you know, you want them to, you want them to rip at that. Go at football. it. Yeah. yeah, like he said, there's windows. What, is it 9 to 12? It's, it's varied between girls and boys where, the, where you, if you don't learn to create speed in these certain windows in your, in your athletic, as he said, development throughout your life, you will never be, you'll never swing 115 miles an hour. Your son. Someday he's, he's going to swing 115 miles an hour. I can almost guarantee it right now because he's a good athlete. He's already got, you know. So if he keeps up with it, he's going to be, as Mark said, physically ready to play golf at a high level if he ever so chooses.
3: And hopefully he doesn't putt like his dad. <laughs> That's true. And <laughs> he'll be able to make it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if, if you've got a 7- or 8-year-old that says they want to play on the PGA Tour, the best thing that you could do for them is have them do gymnastics, have them play soccer, have them play baseball, uh, play golf. Don't specialize on one sport until you're 15, 16 years old, even if you want to do that at an elite level. It's so Dad, yes you repeat, I, I was gonna say i'm
0: so refreshing to hear oh, mark because i coach high school sport i coach high school boys tennis and i've coached high school basketball and kevin you've got kids in school and we've you had daughters that go everybody now is trying to be so specialized and i know amongst high school coaches i've had this discussion that they they have great athletes but this they don't play their sport anymore because you know well they're, they're a gr- they'd be a great football player but Because they're playing in 32 club clinics for volleyball or 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 soccer or whatever, they don't come out for football or they don't come out for baseball, they don't come out for tennis or they don't because well, I'm going to specialize in this one area. And just hope I can make it big. And, yeah. it, you know, we know the the odds say that's not the best way to do you it.
2: You don't want to make 10,000 golf swings a week when you're 9 or 10. You yeah. want to do everything. You want to you yeah. be able to be a know, kid. Yeah, no yeah. fun. You know, and I know, not to name Mr. Bowman. I had a conversation with Scotty Bowman. First, he wants kids to play all sports through. He doesn't want them just to specialize in hockey while they're in high school. Play the other sports. Play soccer, as you say. Well,
1: so, when it, specifically when it comes to golf and uh, Jeff and Mark, how many – PGA professionals that you know are unbelievable ball strikers try to make it on tour and just couldn't do it. And and they're great players. Uh, Timmy Freeze, mm-hmm. great player, right? Yep. I mean, and, and the gap is huge between a PGA professional and yeah. And Tim and I'm not saying that to knock Tim because Tim's an unbelievable player. But Mark, I'm sure there's guys at you know your age bracket too that you know like wow that that guy's great. He's not on tour. Yeah, I
3: mean it's it's so different. You know the events that we play and we've got a lot of great players that compete in our section events. Lonnie Nielsen, for example, who you were talking to last week. I mean these guys are incredible players. Um, but you know most of the section PJ pros, uh, even, even the elite ones, that just don't have a chance out there. So it's it's really tough. There's a lot of great players on a local level, and when they try and turn pro and and play professionally. It's it, the the talent out there. I mean, there's just so much of it. It's it's competitive. It's really hard to make. And you got
2: to remember, it's a worldwide game now. So it's not. Hey, if you're, it, I like to, if you're not the best player like Lee Trevino, I think in your state, in your region, it, you, you you almost have zero chance. I mean, you don't have zero chance. Golf's a great game. Everybody yeah. has a chance. The golf ball doesn't know who's hitting it. But you know, it's it's getting harder and harder because there's such becoming more and more finely tuned they're f- more of a physical specimen on tour than they were when when i was a kid yeah, hey there are, there
1: are guys uh, like a billy horschel right he has a great month of golf wins the fedex cup a few years ago and he's having a decent tournament this week but he has struggled mightily uh, this year and this was a guy who was here near, near the top just three years ago
0: a guy that that year people wanted to put on the Ryder cup team so Correct. much to the point that years they ago, yeah, to, me, yeah that they changed the format correct so that they could pick somebody after the tour championship right. it's, it, I mean, yeah. my,
1: my point is it, it, much like uh, hockey everybody wants their kid to be an nhl player in western new york uh part of what you know patrick kane uh, has done and, and patrick coletta guys who've reached a dream here in western new york uh timmy kennedy and others um i mean the odds are so stacked against you i'm not trying to squash anybody's dream go for it so but I, to that point, where hey, diversify yourself. If you want to focus on something, wait till you're older, where the kid can make that choice. That hey, I really want to you pursue this full time,
2: and right from here, you know. And when I was yeah. a kid, uh, Mr. Hart was the head professional here, and Dudley, Look, Dudley, Dudley, gone right. Nineteen years he played on the tour. I mean, yeah. he, he
1: was a very. It's a nice awesome painting player. of Dudley in there, isn't it? Uh, yeah, right, well, that's right that's in the grill room. room. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a better painting of Dudley in here than it is at Heron here on Bay, where he won the Honda Classic in two thousand one. They have a I, and I, bust Dudley's chops about this once. I go, "Hey Dudley, I played, uh, you know, Heron Bay and that's yeah, Heron Bay in, in Florida, where you won the 2001 Honda Classic, and they've got a nice homage to you in the 13th hole outhouse. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a uh, caricature. They have a caricature of all the champions that won there. I'm like, why is yours out in the restroom? He's like, that's what they think of me. Well, you know, Dudley's got a great personality. He had a, 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 a nice quip uh, about that, but yeah, there's a player. You're right.
2: Great, great point. And, and not a huge physical specimen.
3: I mean, not a no. guy who's... You know, yeah,
2: different. but great talent. Right. right. And and I he mean, was, he's very fit, record. though. You'd be surprised how fit Dudley is. Yeah,
3: he is. He's in fantastic shape. And, and he's one of those guys that, that pretty much only played golf. And, and it certainly changed. So you don't see a whole lot of guys out on the PGA Tour or guys playing college or elite-level golf that, that specialized, really. They're all athletes. You Look at Dustin Johnson. He could have played college basketball. You know, there's so many great athletes out there. John Rahm, another guy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there, there's really athletic people out on the PGA Tour, and, and you're not going to get that just standing on the range at, at age 7 hitting golf balls for, for 10 or 15 years to try and make it.
0: Okay, we just, we got a couple of minutes left here with Mark Rosa, PGA Pro from Wanaka, TD Green Live here, presented by the Western New York PGA. We'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week here with Mark before he goes. Also, Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. We're going to have a giveaway coming up here on Woods to Wedges later in the show, so stay tuned for that. Also presented by Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, Great place to uh, get yourself a putting green for your basement or in your backyard. And our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantera, and Briarwood. We're here in Hamburg at Wanaka. So Mark, Jeff, of course, our PGA pros here. Let's get our Western New York PGA tip of the week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA, growing a giving game. All right, so we're talking about fitness and athleticism and things like that. Um, some golfers may have just taken that part for granted. So let's say they're, they're listening this morning, they're inspired, they're recommitted, what would you say in terms of bringing their physical fitness back to golf? What would you say are some beginning steps?
3: The first thing would be to see a TPI professional to get screened. I, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, so uh, myself, there, there's um, some TPI fitness and medical people uh, you know, in Western New York, so you can hop on mytpi.com, search to try and find a professional, get screened. That's the first thing. Figure out what your physical limitations are before you start taking golf lessons, before you start working out because uh, there certainly could be some red flags that could, you know, potentially cause injury in the future. So get those things taken care of. Um, you know, they'll help you create, you know, a, a program that you could do at home, a program in the gym, or or stuff that you can do on the lesson tee to get better.
2: And Mark has screened my college team. Um, so you, as as an instructor, when you have someone who has a limitation, there's only certain things they can do. So when you give someone a lesson, you Tell your tell your instructor if you have a physical, if you have a bad shoulder, if you have a bad knee, if you have a bad hip. All those things affect how you are going to have to swing the golf club, depending on where the injury is or where the limitation is. And I, I think um, a little bit of flexibility and a little bit of strength go a long way. Um, you know, getting a deep squat position as many times as you can a day, uh, that will be... That would be one tip for you to, uh, to to really get your body in shape, to be able to play golf, to maintain your angles, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, again, brought to you by the Western New York PGA, growing a given game. You can check out everything that they have to offer, whether it's to get yourself going in golf, sign up, see what's going on for your kid, westernnewyork.pga.com. Also, one note, this past week, the Western New York PGA had their first major championship of the 27th season at Stafford, Country Club. I know you love playing there, right? Like, it's a nice it's place. A hidden, hidden little gem out there That's right, Stafford, New York. And Chris Supano ended up winning. He's the assistant pro at Oak Hill.
2: Yeah, he's a very good player, yes.
0: Shot he one seems under. Seems to win a lot. 71. <laughs> and a name that we've mentioned all the time on this show, Kurt Stauffer. From i played with, play with Kurt before, yeah. Yes, head professional at Pine yeah. Acres, won the senior professional division. Yeah. I see... W- w- how many years there? in a row? I feel like I got the same Does script anybody
1: here. hit it straighter than, than <laughs> yeah, Mr. He's a, Stauffer? He, he's annoying. He's, he's just annoying. <laughs> by it's annoying. I mean, it's just ding, <laughs> ding, <laughs> yeah, ding in the down the middle every starts, time. Yeah, yeah. First it's First cut, he starts whining. Really <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: Well, Mark, we really appreciate you having us here. This is a phenomenal place. It's one of those it just goes jacking. It looks great, it looks the, great coming the, in. Yeah,
1: the trees that have been cleared out in addition to – I'm not just talking about the ones of the view of the lake, but – um just on some of the holes i saw the bunkers you're putting it on three fairway bunkers that's going to really make that a tougher tee shot um this is one of the better patios i've ever been on too. great patio no question about it
0: with a great view no doubt
1: yeah no this is uh the fire pit over there this is a great place you get invited to a tournament out here or even around
3: a just coming and hang out in the patio here is fantastic. Yeah, it is worth it. Mark, that thanks so much. Appreciate thank you so it. much. Definitely a hidden gem out here. So come out and play if you get the chance.
0: And go ahead and uh, plug your oh, I'm we- playing
3: after the show, Mark, <laughs> so I'm taking the chance. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> uh, um, that's a rain delay for you, People want to check out more
0: on the TGI. Th- I know you have a website up about it, right? They can yeah, check it out? Yeah, so
3: you can go to mytpi.com. Uh, they've got a lot of information up there. I also have a website as well. It's just markrosagolf.com. So, uh, you know, go there and. I was looking at get it last screened. night. Interesting stuff to look at. So
0: thanks so much for coming on, Mark. Thanks
3: for being here. Appreciate it. All right, Mark Rosa,
0: the PGA Pro here at Wanaka Country Club. We're in Hamburg. We'll step aside. When we come back, we'll get a look at our Encore Golf and Cobra Puma Golf PGA Tour leaderboard look this week at the at t Byron Nelson. Also, our Champions Tour report brought to you by Absolute Care. That's at the Regents Tradition, the first major of the Champions Tour. And uh, we'll also get Kevin's perspective a little bit more on what went on to the players last week and... The water ball that has taken Twitter and viral by storm this week. College player stripping down, diving in. Should he have had to do it? We'll break down that, too, and debate it here on no. T to Green. <laughs> Kevin ruining our next segment. Good oh, no, tease. Kevin <laughs> Celeste, PJ Pro, that. Jeff Bede's, i Brian Coles. We're live at Wanaka, back with more in a moment here on WGR. <laughs> All right, 7 30, we're well, welcome back here to Wanaka Country Club. Kevin Sylvester actually just uh, coming out through the doors of the clubhouse here, and that's his music that plays. That's right, it's my entrance music so all the time. You have a good little, you look light on your feet through okay. that music there. That's the first
1: mind. time anyone's ever said <laughs> that about me. They, hey, speaking of feet, those Puma Ignite spikeless shoes. You
0: Oh, you gave them to me? I love them. Yeah, I wore yes. them all. They the are beautiful. The players
1: were a long four days. I wore them, you know, all four days walking the course, Really Unbelievable! Nice. Best shoe I've I've worn, and I've worn all the brands walking the golf courses um, like all day. And those Puma Ignite shoes, awesome, spikeless, are incredibly comfortable.
0: I agree. Perfect segue because it's time for yeah. our Encore Golf and Cobra. Puma. Yeah, PGA try the Tour elixir.
1: The elixir golf ball. It's that's oh, encore's got a ball there, man. Let me tell you, that's great. All right. Anyway, go that's ahead. all right.
0: The uh, AT and T Byron Nelson at TPC Four Seasons Resort. Jason Kokrak is your leader and shot an eight hundred under par round yesterday, minus twelve. He's got a five shot lead on Billy Horschel, who you mentioned earlier, and then a huge list of players at six under. The biggest being Dustin Johnson. He shot a sixty seven yesterday. So he's tied for third, he's six back, got a little work to do, but clearly with two rounds to go, uh, anything can happen there. Jason Day is playing in this event. He is minus three. Kuchar minus three. Garcia, the Masters champion, is minus two. The biggest name to not make the cut, well, it wasn't expected, and I'm sure tournament officials aren't happy either. Jordan Spieth hit two out of bounds yesterday, down the stretch on the par five late, and ends up missing the cut uh, on the... Sixteenth hole, he took a nine. He hit two balls OB. So Spieth won't play the weekend. I mean, and, that's a uh, sponsor. AT&T. And that, that's AT and T. Home, home, Dallas. Texas. Yep.
1: Yeah, he's from he's he's from Dallas. That's it. You know, in Dallas, that's a big event for him. That's a huge event for him. It's a huge two weeks that and Colonial, and you know he won Colonial last year, uh, but he had to not make the cut uh, there and didn't have a great showing, you know, at Sawgrass either. Um, you know, Jordan's probably, you know, he's he's focused on the majors, but you you wonder if he already had his best career year. I mean, it's it's fathomable that when he won the Masters and US Open
0: and almost, almost got into the, the playoff at the British. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then went toe to best. toe with Day.
1: That might be his best
2: best year ever. And, you know, you, it seems you see this, though. These guys have these great years. It's so hard to come back and, you know. Do it again. All those yep. things that come along with being one of the best players in the world, all the plane travel, the sponsors' advice, the this, the that, the commercials, the endorsements, all those things I think you have to learn as a player then how to play whilst doing that, you know, like a Phil Mickelson's been able to do or someone with all those kind of commitments. If you're going to be one of the great players in the world, you're going to have to deal with that.
1: Well, it, it, it really Jason Day, Roy McIlroy, they talked about this last week uh, in the days leading up to the Players' Championship, just how hard it is to maintain being number one. You fight so hard to get there, to achieve that, and then to, you know, the little blip in confidence and just how good everybody else is. It's so tough to maintain that number one world ranking, which really highlights how amazing Tiger's run at being number one in the world was, and if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Phil was ever ranked number one in the world because it was during Tiger's reign. I I think you might be right there, but Luke Donald I think was the one who took over for Tiger for a little bit, and like
0: didn't Westwood grab it? Westwood there
1: too, but Phil Mickelson I'm pretty sure has never been ranked number one in the world because he and Tiger were right there, and it just shows Tiger's dominance and how incredible it was.
2: And and still, it's just you know Tiger did the more for golf in the last fifty since Arnold Palmer. Did yes. For golf. Yeah. And uh it's disappointing that like as we talked about TPI here earlier, it's disappointing that Tiger's body won't allow him to continue to compete. What did you guys think of
1: Jason Day and the trophy presentation? Like he he, he he caught he's catching a lot of heat for coming out in a Nike T shirt oh. and hat for the 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 players uh trophy presentation. I thought he could have worn a golf shirt. I really did. Yeah, and to wear a hat. I mean, I, I know he has. Looking, you can sp- Look, see the swoosh on the shirt. Yeah, he didn't need to have. He could, know, he a, could giant wear a yeah, golf
2: hat. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. Um, I don't know. He seemed out of sorts that week, as it was, and I don't know what's going on. But uh, yeah, it seemed it seemed out of character for him. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I thought about it.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that was sponsor pressure to do that. Could have very well, could've, be. could've yeah. very well been. been. And, hey, you know what? It's a business. you got to respect it. And you know what? He is, and I feel even bad criticizing him about it, and I think people the heat that he got, because he's such a gentleman, yeah. and he's so accommodating uh, to the media.
0: Somebody might have pressured him into it, and he probably just did it.
1: Yeah. I, well, you know, the other thing, he finished early, right? And so those guys, he he may not have known he was supposed to stick around right uh, for the presentation. he had changed already yeah he should travel travel close so yep. you know that 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 may have been the case yeah and
2: it as we said before it does go to show how hard it is to maintain being the number one player in the world it just takes one little outside influence you know yes. not one, not little in his case well yes he right, had right. a lot of things but, going on you know yes. a lot any kind of outside influences can creep into your game as any guy
1: who competes a lot and plays a lot will tell you things well look at i'm sorry jeff uh mcelroy mm. right injury again he's got a rib injury now yeah. he pulled he had, out
0: of the bmw the yeah European he had an mri
1: on monday and we knew he's having an mri before the second round was even completed and so he had an mri on monday and he's got a, you know continuing rib injury uh for mcelroy and i go is it from working out is it from his you know swinging too hard what have you yeah he's in unbelievable shape and it 's unfortunate that injury is hurting him it 's hurt Jason Day uh, with Jordan Spieth, you know back to him for a moment. I, I think he 's trying to gain more distance, and his driver 's all over the place mm-hmm. right now
2: Well, you can lose your confidence with the driver and it can be equipment issues sometimes with guys as finely tuned as that you know if they switch shafts or switch heads, and then all of a sudden they lose a little bit of confidence. You can actually get the yips with your driver i right? 've seen guys who just They hit it great on the range. You get them on the golf course, they can't find the planet with their driver. It becomes a mental thing. They're afraid to let it rip or let it fly. And and these guys are playing on such a razor's edge as to being the best players in the world, even making the cut, that any kind of, you know, if a rib injury may force a change in your sequencing, blah, 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 blah. All those things will mess up your golf shots. And if you're hitting it 330 yards in the air, a half degree of deviance in your club face means that ball's in the in the
1: junk. And Spieth did change putters, too, this week, and he's known for his putting. So I think that's significant, too, to say where he's at mentally. Right, he's not 100% uh, confidence in himself. Yeah, No doubt. Hey, uh, to the players, yeah, I by to, the way, people to, you want to take a golf trip to go to an event. People ask me, I say, hey, Phoenix, you want to go have a great time? Phoenix is different. You know, it's kind of a big party on the golf course. Uh the players I, I think is a, a great combination. I mean, the spectator experience on every hole—it's all mounted. It's a stadium course. It's cool. So yeah, you could you get up close and you see everything uh, at TPC Sawgrass, the Players Championship, the PGA Tour. It's their signature event, and they do an unbelievable job all the way around for the fan experience. So I'd recommend if you if you want to make a destination trip um, to go to a tournament. I mean, the players or go play it. You, you can also play it, too. And that's, you know, it's the, the 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 fifth major, the Players' Championship. You can play the course. You can get tickets to the event. And, you know, you can if you want to do a whole trip, Golf Away Tours, maybe they can set you up with the entire thing. I mean, we talk about overseas with Golf Away Tours, uh, T.J. Roll, and we're going to get T.J. back on soon to talk about some of the trips. He just tweeted out a picture from Cape Town, South Africa, a cool. uh, golf trip there. So our friends at Golf Away Tours could, you know, help do a whole – uh, golf experience uh, down in florida you want to go to ireland you want to go to scotland uh, they'll make that happen golfawaytours.com. but that was a great trip it was an unbelievable experience being able to work uh, the players championship
0: you can check out some of those pictures golfawaytours.com or if you want to follow them on twitter at Golfaway tj is the site um, tell us one thing we learned about si Woo kim Oh, boy. other than the fact that it's not the best interview on television, obviously because he has a translator. Yeah, I but... tell you,
1: you, know, you I, I've interviewed players with a translator. That's not easy to do, um, you because you because you
0: think explain. they they he was understanding. The question coming in, but then obviously he wasn't being able to speak it back, or at least we—you hope he's understanding the question coming in. Well,
1: when you're when you're conducting the interview, you have to look at the player while asking the question, and the tr- you kind of ignore the translator except for the mic position. Yeah. Uh, when it occurs, so the the player can you know understand the demeanor of the question, the, the feel of the question, uh, what have you. Honestly, I didn't see him hit a shot all week. I was assigned to other players, so I know that's not true. That's not true. I I did call his uh, first hole in the final round when he made birdie. Uh, on the first hole, it was he, he played the hole well. His ball striking was great to be in position. You had to position yourself well on that golf course uh, with the greens. Seemed to be very calm and cool for a 21-year-old player. On it's, the
0: broadcast, Johnny Miller was noting that, too. He just said he, he just seemed so reserved within himself. Yeah. He was not the, the stage was not getting to him. I
1: mean, look when he won. He wasn't even, you know, that emotional. With the, I'm not saying it didn't mean yeah. something. It meant a lot to him uh, to win. The other interesting thing was see what King... Uh, Siwoo Kim, much like Sang Moon Bae, who's currently serving his military service for South Korea, Siwoo Kim will have to do that at some point, serve his two years. So, you know, here's his biggest win of his career. We'll see how long he can go before South Korea says, hey... You need to serve your two years of military service, um, you know, that many foreign countries uh, make mandatory for young men. You know, we're fortunate here in the States that we're a volunteer uh, service. And Jeff's, uh, you know, served our country in the U.S. Marine Corps. Um, But, you know, that's to me, it's fascinating that. You know, here's a guy on top of him. Sang Moon Bay was fairly highly ranked when he had to say, "Okay, I have to serve my two years." And and my thought watching him play was, "This is what
2: was he the 79th ranked player in the world when he came into that event?" Yeah, he won Wyndham last year. Right, but this if this guy's the 79th best player in the on the tour, how good is that tour? Because he was just—he hit—he could hit every shot. I was—I was impressed having known very, very little about the young man until I watched him play in that final round. That was a—that was pretty cool to see him compose himself and just rip all kinds of shots around that golf course. It was great.
1: You, you know, it was interesting going to that final round. Um, I was assigned Kyle Stanley and J.B. Holmes, the final group, and I, I liked—I liked Holmes' chances better than I like Stanley's, which is going to sound weird. Holmes shot eighty-four. Because he was kind of all over the place on Saturday, but kept it together to shoot two under. He was the only player that was under par all three rounds going to the final round. And his ball striking was not great, J.B. Holmes. All week it wasn't great, Uh, particularly off the tee. I'm thinking, well, if he could do that, then, you know, he's due to bring things back together. But it just went sideways on him. Kyle Stanley, on the other hand, especially in the third round, hit 13 of 14 fairways in very windy conditions. It was so impressive. But... He shot even par. Maybe it was one under. Didn't really do anything with it. Didn't score, um, which may, you might be listening to say, wow, no, I'm talking score. Guy shoot 66 there. That's scoring uh, at TPC Sawgrass. So when he didn't do that, I'm thinking he's not going to have a better ball striking round than he had in round three. And if he didn't score there, I didn't see him scoring in that final round, although the only player to birdie 17 all four rounds.
0: Yeah. Anyway, the players is great phenomenal course we t- i talked about it last week on the show even just how people know the course more and more every year it's, it in some sense it tur- it turns into like what people like the masters they start to know the course so well that the, the holes are recognized and of course the, the finish is uh, tv does not is, do it justice prime it's, it's got a lot of 18 a lot tonic. of fame 18, 18, 18 you stand
1: hope. in that tee box, and 18, it's a bacon strip you have to hit, to. It's yes. incredibly how thin that fairway is. Yes, I missed it.
0: Okay, Woods to Wedges giveaway in one moment, but first, let's get our PGA Tour Champions Tour report. It's brought to you by Absolute Care and Orchard Brook, affordable adult-assisted living, the region's tradition, going on at Greystone Golf and Country Club, the first official major of the Champions Tour season. Fred Funk right now is your leader. Okay, With it being a major, it's four rounds. I know normally... The Champions Tour, it's a three-round this year. It's four. Fred Funk shot seven under yesterday. He's minus 12. Scott Perrell, one back, minus 11. And some other names of note, Jeff Sluman out of Rochester, the Rochester native. Yep. Four back. And Kenny Perry, four back. Perry, of course, dominated this tour. Jeff, I know you want your John Daly update. He is minus two. Ten off the lead, but did make it through to the weekend.
2: Good for John Daly. Yeah. That's right. If he's playing, people are watching, so I think it's good for golf.
0: And last week we spoke at Craigburn with Champions Tour player Lonnie Nielsen, of course, uh, from Buffalo, and Craigburn, longtime pro there too as well. And uh, if you missed that interview and you want to hear from Lonnie, go back in my tweets, at BrianWGR, and uh, check out last week's show. We uh, had a great conversation with Lonnie last week. We're live here at Wanaka Country Club Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Mita says we are presented by the Western New York PGA, Woods to Wedges, inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantera, and Briarwood. And before we go to break, Woods to Wedges, Kevin, great spot inside the Whirly Golf Dome to go get your clubs redone in terms of regrip, grip maybe get some fitted, uh, you can look get at the Sam clubs. Putt Lab, <laughs> get new new clubs, Trackman, we mentioned that earlier with Mark Rosa here at Wanica about Trackman and, and the data you get from that, so... Do, well, do, do you want to do what do you want to do? Give away Trackman? Well, or listen, what do you got?
1: They they do have lessons with Trackman there. Right, let's do it. So, we're going to give away a 40 minute lesson. Dave Petronic uh, uses Trackman there. If you watched the TD Green TV special last week, and by the way, it'll be on again tomorrow night at midnight on Channel 2, um, you saw a piece of that. So, we're going to give that away to our fifth caller. At eight oh three oh five fifty eight oh three oh five fifty our fifth caller uh we'll get a forty minute golf lesson it'll be eye opening with the numbers on track man yeah Good on stuff. track man yep uh yep. that you'll see so uh we're going to give that away now fifth caller eight oh three oh five fifty courtesy of woods to wedges by the way there's a pool open, so after I, yeah. I played, do you think I could jump in the pool here I got they have a great, pond they have a pond all right, they have that, but they got a <laughs> great pool here at Wanaka country I also Football.
0: heard. That we have to practice before we before we come back here again. We have to practice up on our bocce. Yes, skills. they They've, have bocce here and which tennis. Apparently, is a uh, not only is it great in terms of the look of it, but they said it's it's pretty competitive here too. This coach tennis, so. Brian? So I'm not going to. I know a we have bowling
2: league. They've all kind, Yeah, a lot of fun. That's what yeah. makes the club fun. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's a good family atmosphere here at uh, at Wanaka. Lots of different activities, even beyond uh, just the great golf course. Yeah, this is just it's this a is, really really great golf wouldn't course. Wouldn't this be a
2: too. good place to be a kid? Oh, <laughs> this would be a really, yeah. A really, well, especially really good
1: I like to hear when they get him two or three years old out here to, to get him started, uh, doing golf the and doing the fun. frisbees, yeah. Yeah. and all
0: yeah. that. No, I yeah. I think what what Mark Rosa said earlier, Jeff, is right on. Of every everything that I know that the Western PGA wants to do in terms of growing kids in the game, young sons and daughters of all the parents listening, right. uh, Mark described all the activities that you always say, which is the most important thing, first of all, is to make it fun for them. But mm-hmm. what Mark was saying, what they do here at Wanaka with, you know, with Frisbees or with the baseball, I mean, the whole idea is that you want them to enjoy it because, I mean, let's face it, why, are we, why do we do a golf show? Why do we play golf? because we enjoy it. We want to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to get the kids sucked in early and, and to hook them in with fun like that, yeah, think it's of, important.
2: Think of a right-handed golfer throwing a, left, a Frisbee left-handed. You know, that, that's a super similar move to a golf swing. Why not get your kids doing that? That's the same type of athletic move they'll use in a lot of sports.
0: All right, great. All right, when we come back, uh, Kevin will let us know who won the free lesson from Woods to Wedges, and we'll talk about the water ball and the college player that stripped down and had to go find it. Coach we'll, said so. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk about the rule. We'll get Jeff's official PGA Pro perspective on it. I already know what Kevin's going to say about it, so we're looking forward to that. When we come back here, we're at beautiful Wanaka Country Club. We're overlooking Lake Erie here on the awesome patio, and we're back with more T to Green. Brian Colesio, Kevin Sylvester, and Jeff us on WGR.
1: Who's our winner,
0: Nate? <laughs> and you can catch the... <laughs> Call of the Preakness later today on WGR. I'll be back with you at 2 o'clock. Myself, Dan Cave. We're to throw some cash in, don't we? That's, that's right. Pony up, folks. We lost last time. Shocker. We, yeah. <laughs> 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 I never seem to come back with more no. cash than what, than what you gave me. but You'd never do. Dan no, Cave and I will be uh, at the OTB on Military Road in Niagara Falls later today here on WGR for our Preakness show. Phase 2 of the Triple Crown. It's always still alive. The Triple Crown is going into this week and uh, we'll see if it happens, of course, today. and uh, we'll, So I'll be on from 2 to 5. Nate Geary, our esteemed golf show producer back in our Amherst studios, will uh, be on for Sports Talk Saturday from 11 to 2, and then he'll pass on the baton to Dan Cave and I from 2 to 5, and then uh, we'll send things to Pimlico in Baltimore for the uh, coverage of the Preakness race. Got a muddy
1: track today. today. What do we got? What are our conditions? Sloppy, muddy, fair?
0: I'll find out for you. Fast.
1: It. Okay. Those
0: are all the conditions that are possible, you're oh, right. That may affect my uh, wager. That's right. All right, so decide, decide here uh, over the course <laughs> of this segment how much you want to put into it. Hey, let's announce our winner. By the way, back here at Wanaka Country Club, Brian Koziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff us here on T to Green. We're with you every Saturday from 7 to 8. If you're just joining us here this morning, missed a great interview earlier this morning uh, with PGA Pro Mark Rosa here from Wanaka talking about TPI and fitness and data that you can get all that going on we're going to i'll have the entire interview and the entire show up a little bit later i'll tweet it out at brian W-G-R on Twitter and also on our on-demand audio section at WGR550.com. You know, it's been cool for me as a PGA professional
2: as we go club to club to club to just see how many really, really good PGA professionals are. And everybody's got something they're really good at. Mark is, you know, he's an excellent golf professional, but he really has a ton, a ton of knowledge about the how the human body works in the golf swing.
0: Yeah, really cool stuff. I was definitely informed this morning. Okay, our winner from Woods to Wedges, Kevin. Dave Nickel. Dave, congratulations.
1: You don't have to spend a nickel for your lesson. That's right. It'll uh, be free.
0: And we'll uh, we'll mail that out to you coming up here in uh, just the next couple of days. So look for that. A couple of news and notes here before we get to our finishing story on the water ball. The Duster Challenge. Is back year two. Registration now open. The event is Friday, July 21st, at Fox Valley in Lancaster. DusterChallenge.com. Make sure the you spot get in. To sign up. Yeah, make sure you yeah, get in. Yeah, because it's limited number of spots.
1: And uh, kids are welcome. We and we're gonna have a movie night for the kids after they're done. So while the adults. Uh Participate, and we'll finish under the lights. Are under the lights, this some PJ
2: professionals helping out this yes, year. Yes, Western
1: PGA Foundation
0: is going to benefit from yes, it. It's going to so be a great event, it's and it's a Friday night, so it's going to be even more fun because and of that.
1: Importantly, there's a spectator pass. Now, people, you just want to come and watch and come and watch, but then you're going to be there. You're going to want to eat. You want to drink. Uh, there's a spectator pass uh, that you can purchase. Uh, so if you don't want to putt, you just want to come and have a great time and see an awesome event and have fun. a lot of charity, um, you can do that too, Spectator Pass.
0: So. All right, dusterchallenge.com for more there, and that event at the Fox Valley Club in Lancaster. Speaking of Fox Valley, they're one of our home clubs here on Tita to Green. Tomorrow, 1 to 5, open house at the Fox Valley Club. If you ever thought about maybe checking that out and contact Marie McConnell. Again, open house tomorrow at the Fox Valley Club, 1 to 5. Porter Cup, if you are a good golfer, and you have a USGA handicap of three or less, you can try to qualify for the Porter Cup. Great annual event every year. You hear the commercial during our show. All the great names. Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, David Duval, Ben Crenshaw. They've all played in it. The ben, events Monday, Crenshaw. ben Crenshaw. The event's Monday, June 26th. Again, if you have a USGA handicap of three or less, register at portercup.com. Okay, before we leave you here from Wanaka Country Club, the story that... Went viral in Twitterverse and social media this week. An NCAA golfer had to jump into the water to get his ball. Because of another interesting rule. Jacksonville University's David Wicks had to strip down. Well, he didn't have to, but he did. uh, To strip down to retrieve his ball from a pond at the NCAA regionals earlier in the week. Here's the short version of the story. He's waiting by the side of the green To go ahead and continue on with his hole, he pulls out the scorecard out of his pocket where his ball is. The ball comes out with it, which, you know, we've all done. You take a tee out, the ball comes out with it, and he's close to the edge of the bunker where there's kind of a slant, and the ball hits the edge and falls in. No big deal, right? Per rule, 15-1 and 16-1-B and related decisions in 15-2. I know you love all these rules here. Love it. Jeff Meadis, a player can only replace the ball in the middle of a hole when it's damaged beyond the point of playability. The specific decision in the rulebook says the text is very clear. You must find the ball itself. So what did this mean for Hicks? Well, as soon as it entered the water, it was considered lost. He had five minutes to go retrieve it. Otherwise, he would have to endure a two-stroke penalty with his team's berth on the line to move on to the next round in the NCAA regionals. Got he it. had to jump in the water and go find it. you got to go get it at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If
2: you're going to the finals, yeah, sorry, son. Get down in there and get that ball out of the water. And then compose
0: yourself and find a way. Hey, okay, so that's the, the official rule from the, uh, from the college golf coach. You're, Kevin, now you give us the real deal here. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, it's the rule.
1: What are you going to do? His ball is marked on the green, correct? You He's can't. got a mark on the green. You've
2: seen it at TPC Sawgrass where the player threw his ball back to his caddy and it went in the he caddy. Had three foot yeah. He had a
0: three-foot putt left. He had it marked. You've seen it. The formality of just in. finishing they the hole. You gain
1: no advantage by, oh, you know, the stupid ball fell in the wall. You gain zero advantage by grabbing the same type of ball, right, I mean, because you can't change, you can't go right. from. If the one um, ball rule is in effect. You can't go which from Encore Elixir is. to Encore right. Avant. you got to play the right. same Elixir. Um, notice I worked in there. Very nice. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, you know, you gain no advantage mm-hmm. to it. Well, I
2: agree with you. That's why the USGA is looking at these rules, for things like this, because this is... Something like this should be changed. Right, yeah. Right. That, it, it, but the rule is the rule, and your team's birth to the Nationals is on the line. You're, I don't think I'd even have to ask my kid. He'd be peeling his shirt off and getting in there. So Yes. Yeah.
0: So the NCAA decided, it was their event, but they decided that they were following all USGA rules, right. which means that there it is. So, again, the rules of golf are supposed to be simplified 2019 is really maybe when that'll come about. The good news, Hicks went on, or excuse me, Wicks went on to play even golf the rest, even par golf the rest of the way and the Jacksonville Dolphins got into a playoff with Northwestern and then eventually their first trip ever to nationals there. So congratulations to David. He did not cost his team well, for a great story! It we were a great story. And there's four or five scores in a college
2: event. So Correct. He have been, must have been one of their better players. And yeah, it's good for him that I'd be a little distracted after being soaking wet and swimming. With, you know. So
0: he's essentially almost naked, just in the water in muddy Louisiana <laughs> pond. They said they were thinking they said there were gators in there too, oh. and he's there searching for a golf ball in muddy water. Well, it's his fault. And
2: he's, <laughs> he should he should have been more careful with his golf balls.
1: True. <laughs> true. No, no, you can't fault that. That's yeah. right. That's true. It's. Just, I mean. Hey, funny, you know though. what? There's poisonous snakes, moccasins in there, and gators, but you've got to get the ball, son.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Do you go in flapping around to scare him, or does that draw attention? You it, know? Do you the
1: video itself, off? you know what? I'll tweet I hired Cody Gribble to go there and <laughs> snack t- some gators. I'll right? tweet
0: out the story <laughs> in the video if you want to see it here. It'll be up uh, in a few minutes at Brian WGR. But, uh, yeah, if you want to read a little bit more about it, very, very interesting story there. So, David Wicks. You don't think his teammates picked on him about that? that night, so, wait, did? so he didn't oh, incur
1: yeah. a penalty. It wasn't considered a lost ball. It
0: would have been if he didn't have. But the, okay. he didn't find it. He incurred the penalty because oh, he the, did. the five minute. He did not find it, so oh. the five minutes were up. He did not find it, but because he shot so well the rest of the way, they still made it.
1: So, but you know, couldn't he have done the whole? It's reasonable and certain. Rule? No,
2: no, it's a. It's under a different area. I don't believe he can at that point. No, it's. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. There's a lot of frustration with a lot of people about the and rules he of golf. Didn't find it. Yeah, that's that, that's <laughs> the
0: worst worse. part. The story would have been good if he did find it.
1: I thought he found the ball.
0: He did not. He <laughs> found. He said they said they found almost 20 balls, but they did not find his. <laughs> anyway,
1: you know what? Shows the integrity, right? Yep. I mean, he could have easily said, "This is my ball." Wow. Right? No, I'm just saying, and I'm sure someone with the same brand ball. If you found 20, the odds are you found the same number. Yeah, they'll have, they'll have your Probably pups. markings, right? They're going to have your logo on
0: yeah. it. saying no it shows
1: the integrity of the kid that he didn't find it. Right. So good, good on him.
0: I just tweeted it out. So uh, at BrianWDR, if you want to see the video of him in the water, I'll show you that. <laughs> All right, that'll put a wrap here on everything from Wanaka Country. The general manager, Mark, or excuse me, Mike Carneth for having us out, and Mark Rosa, the PGA Pro, for all of his great insight. We'll have the entire show up on on-demand audio just a little bit later this morning at WGR550.com. I'll also tweet it out at Brian WGR. And next week at the moment, we're back in studio for the first time since we started. And then the following week, to start off June, we'll be at the Women's Porter Cup week at Niagara Falls Country Club. So looking forward to that. Kevin? I know you're going out to, to play. Hit them well. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy the awesome course here.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Greens are always fantastic here. i got to remember they always break to the lake. That's right. The it's greens. easy because it's, it's right there.
0: It's right yeah, there. Right. You yeah. can't it's miss it. it. You,
1: can, you can see it now. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, right. it's beautiful. Beautiful here. I so don't want to leave the to
0: patio. It. I just want to hang out here. It is nice. Yeah. It's beautiful. Jeff, have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you. All right. For PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester. And everybody here at Wanaka Country Club, we want to thank you for listening. I'm Brian Colziel. Nate Geary, our producer, back in our studios. Thank you, Nate. He'll be at 11, and I'll talk to you too with our Preakness Show. TD Green, check out our website, T the number two, TDGreenRadio.com, and our entire show coming up later today on on demand audio at WGR550.com. Have a great day, everybody, right here on to Green.
2: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.